show me your news. And now, coming through your speakers and into your ears, it's the gaming podcast that you all know and love. It's show me your news. Welcome to Show Me Your News, the pinnacle for delivering and debating the gaming news that matters the most to you. From revealed gossip, hardware blunders, or upcoming releases. If it relates to video games, we want to talk about it. I am Yoko, and I have been sleeping more for naps than I have in my entire adult life. Mm. I am Super, and we are on time. I'm Tony, and I work restaurant at Mother's Day weekend. <laughs> Ooh, it's gonna fun. be fun. Now, how is it at Logan's? I actually think we're gonna go there tonight, but on Mother's Day, gosh, I can't even. I don't know. It might be bad tonight because yeah. people will be like, "Oh, let's just take you today." Yeah. It's not a place I would think for Mother's Day, though. For those that don't know, the Logan's Roadhouse is kind of like a not a full, you know, on Western steakhouse, but like it's a steakhouse, you know, relatively affordable prices. So it's not that, you know upper class kind of thing and they even have like a little sports bar area and that's usually where uh sword hunter and i go or <laughs> yoko if you're if you're not affordable you're up you're a high class <laughs> i mean i, I don't mean, know of like a cheap steakhouse i get maybe it's comparatively cheap i don't know but like it ain't bad it's not it's not that bad yet anyway but, uh, it, it's just a restaurant at mother's day it's just bad regardless <laughs> like horribly bad because everybody does that which I think is stupid because if it's a thing everybody does and you're going to be waiting three hours, why would you do it? I've wanted to ask you something about Logan's, and I don't know if like it'll make sense to anybody, but I'll, I'll try to I'll try to preface it for some of the fans. At at Logan's, they don't do their birthday calls. Normally, they do this whole you know stop what you're doing, stop it, stop what mm-hmm. you're chewing, swallow it, and they give a big one, two, three, yee ha for birthdays. And I've wondered, and so as Sword Hunter, if you have ever had to do the yee ha yet. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like announce, but they'll like, we need people for the yee ha. It's not loud enough. Oh, okay, okay. I, we were more wondering if you announced it, like if you led the whole thing. I don't thing. serve, so no, I have not okay. had to do that. Okay. It's oh, weird because I go to Texas Roadhouse usually afterwards. <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to eat there. Usually, <laughs> I just want to get <laughs> yes, out of there. That makes sense. And uh, they do that too. And I'm like, this is really? the same thing. <laughs> Interesting. I don't know. I just, That's weird. Sorty and I have had a couple small conversations of like what your yeehaw would be like. <laughs> God. <laughs> anyway, uh, you know, steakhouse discussions aside, our top stories today. For episode 134 of Show Me Your News, part of the SMY Network at ShowMeYourNews.com. Episode 134 on May 11th, 2013. Uh, We've got our last-minute Durango rumors. In a couple weeks, we'll have the next Xbox reveal event. And we'll look forward to talking about that in a couple weeks. But we've got to get our last-minute predictions in and see the rumors that are popping up here. Uh, Star Wars. We talked about how the Star Wars franchise is no longer belonging to LucasArts. Well, I mean, Disney's kind of in charge of it. And it's fallen to the hands of a certain publisher. Uh, Katie Couric, during May Sweeps Week for her show, also did a expose on violent video games and put out a challenge to the gaming community with you know, fairly interesting results. And the hilarity of the week, a man who lost his life savings 
over an Xbox Connect. It's a pretty unbelievable story. Uh, we've got oh, some s- stories about Pokemon XY with the new Kuro Kuro leak, the Watchdogs release date, and the voice of Batman will not be Batman. What's up with that? I want to uh, say that that Connect story, the hilarity, as I, as I usually don't read it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I read it as man loses life over connect. <laughs> I was like, Jesus. <laughs> well, that, it's, it's quite the story. So we'll get to that one for sure. And then we got out recently our soapbox and the thoughts on which two video game powers would you like to have? Uh, no guests today. Just it's kind of a slow week for game news. And we're going to gear up for um, you know the Xbox reveal event. And then in two weeks after that, it is going to be the E3 call-in show. I mean, that's right. We're doing the yes or no contest once again. We'll reveal those questions uh, in two weeks on the next episode of Show Me Your News. But so that's you know well, we've got 134 for this week. We've got 135 in two weeks for you know talking about the Xbox reveal and just you know, the pre-E3 hype in general. Um, but then 136 will be the big pre-E3 show with the call-in, just like we had last year. Um, and so it's going to be really exciting to to get those going, uh, and we just got to start thinking of the questions and see how that changes. We want we, it's it's going to be interesting. Let's, let's just say that we got to make them better than last year, so they aren't mostly no. Let's get into those headlines though, because in a couple weeks they will have the next Xbox revealed at their event on Tuesday, May twenty first, at one p.m. Eastern, uh, and that's going to be ten a.m. Pacific. It's going to be, you know, done out on the West Coast there. I still got to figure out what my plans are. I'd like to watch it live, but I might have to take the day off for work or maybe just use vacation day, something like that. I'm really interested to see what's going to happen. Um, Guys, I want to just gauge your overall level, you know, anticipation for this event. Mm. (laughs) Silence. Mm. I was going to ask him first because I really don't care too much. I mean, I care just as a gamer and one who just kind of follows the news, but I really feel like it's going to be a letdown. It hasn't been the spectacle it was. And that's saddening, and I'm just kind of like, I'm approaching this one with caution. Last year was a letdown on all fronts. Oh, I think you're misinterpreting what I'm asking. Oh. Talking about the Xbox event. We're talking about the Xbox the event here, yes. Oh, sorry. I had to mute for a second because reasons. Sorry. Uh, Did strippers show up at your house? Yeah, they broke Again. my 3DS. Again. <laughs> they broke, they're breaking the 3DS. So, uh, yeah, I still I'm... haven't got my shipping label for that thing, so it's still got a big old broken spot on it. But mm. as far as the Xbox is concerned, uh, actually, you know what? The answer basically stays the same. Eh. They haven't done anything to really get me to be excited for it. Mm-hmm. I think my level of interest is kind of based on that, though. And they have done so much to underwhelm and you know have it possibly be a failure that if any show is going to convert me to want to buy that system, it'll be that. And so... I've got pretty low expectations for it as a result of all the different news that has been swirling around. Therefore, I think it could do the easiest job of you know impressing me. So I'm I'm looking forward to seeing what they have. Um, it's it's pretty crazy because Sony is just like 
nah, we're gonna do really good this this time. Like they are confident as hell. They are that they're going to impress. And I'm like, you guys better have a launch title. That is what is killing everyone, every console. Oh yeah, everybody seems to have forgotten. We, you included. Yep. Yeah. They were I'm hoping not, that I'm Mario not, would suffice, you know. Yeah, I'm not picking favorites here, mm-hmm. uh, but if Sony doesn't have a launch title, I'm gonna wait just as I am with the Wii U. Mm-hmm. Like I'm waiting for that Zelda. There you go. <laughs> That'll be fun. But I, I'm really afraid Microsoft will be like, "Oh, we got Halo Five next year, but it does net Super Netflix." And then they'll say it's on both 360 and, you know, Durango next Xbox, whatever. That, that everyone's gonna say, too. everyone's gonna say, then then why get one if yeah. I can just play it on my 360? Exactly. Yep. I'm hoping that yeah, the games are there, and if their big news is the whole infusion with TV DVR stuff, you can plug your DVR into the Xbox and then Xbox and TV and get extra things. And we're working with partnerships with Xfinity and AT and T Uverse and all these other ones. Like that's not going to be enough. That's hmm. not games. Exactly. They did that last year at E3. And Matt and Trey, of all people, slammed them for it. <laughs> Maybe it's an actual DVR. Do they? Here's the question, though. Do they bring out child actors to demo oh games? <laughs> I. That is, that is a big mystery. Or do they have a concert? Because do they've, they use... <laughs> they've done so many spectacularly bad things lately. I don't know. I, I think if maybe Xbox does does make it like their Durango to be an actual DVR mm. and Xbox Live is the service to like keep using it as a DVR hmm. then I think they might use a child actor to be able to look, I'm watching Dora! <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's a good point. Good point. Well, let's get to the latest rumors that are floating about with this. They've talked for so long that, you know, oh, this is the always online system. We have our old pal Orthy coming out on Twitter and saying, "Why would I want to, you know, do that? All all these other devices are always online." Well, there is apparently a memo going around that is trying to tell Microsoft employees, at least according to this rumor, that the system will indeed be able to play games offline. Uh, there are a number of scenarios that our users expect to work without an internet connection, and those should just work, regardless of their current connection status. These include, are but not limited to, playing a Blu-ray disc, watching live TV, and yes, playing a single-player game. Um, very interesting compared to you know some of the things that have been going out uh, to different you know, game news sources, but I think this possibility still exists for something like authentication, of games or something like installing the game to uh, your hard drive and not really playing the game off of the disc but a first time install kind of thing I think that possibility is still definitely out there uh, and that would need some sort of online connection which I don't think is as bad but it's still pretty sleazy like the real sleazy thing would have been your system must be connected to play a video game at all times and if you lose it it's the whole SimCity thing I, I think I think they're coming out more to. I think they're saying this just because of all the bad reception it got. Mm-hmm. Yep. I, I think that was fully intended, and now they're like, "Oh, people don't like that." 
Yeah, and if it is true, because it again, it might it's a rumor, it might not be, but if it is true, if that's a real email that they've sent out to employees, uh, that would generally suggest a shift in policy. I mean, if you think about it, you're not going to get emails sent out to employees that said, oh, yep, uh, this, this is the same as ever. We're going to keep doing the things that we have been doing them. If you're going to yeah. make your position clear, there's likely a change behind the scenes. And I agree. I think it's, it is reactionary to some of the news it has gotten. And, well, well maybe we should uh, clarify some things or make some changes behind the scenes and let employees know that this is the way we're now doing things. Uh, mm-hmm. So that's a little suspicious there. Yeah. Uh, personally, I just think it's uh, not so much a huge policy change, but I think there are going to be a lot of features that require an internet connection to even use. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the rumblings and rumors was that they were saying that everything needs an internet yeah. connection. Yeah, it was amplified a bit, yeah. No, yeah. I, I see that. Uh, the next uh, big rumor that's out there is that the subscription model. Uh, we had had some rumor of a guy who was reporting pricing a couple episodes ago, so maybe about a month or two. Uh, and he was saying about $500 for the full system, you know, straight up. But then a $300 subsidized model with a what they was reported at the, ten, uh, the time, a $10 uh, subscription fee per month for the Xbox Live service. Well, this is now rumored to be $15, which goes in line with when they started to try out the subscription model of Xbox 360, that was the fee they used, uh, was $15 per month. And it's it's still a ripoff, but it's I guess it's interesting to see that it lines up more with that instead of the rumored price cut or something like that. Yeah. Um, I'm just going to go on record to say that, again... I don't really mind the fee for Xbox Live Gold. It's I buy it yearly, so it's mm-hmm. a one-off price, and then I'm done for the rest of the year. Oh, I yeah. don't really. It's no big deal for me. But what I'm seeing here is, you know, I think Microsoft is really going to push for you know that DVR thing. They're going to have a lot more features that might actually start to legitimize the price. Because right now, like I don't mind it. I would like it gone because. PlayStation has already shown you don't you shouldn't have to pay to play games online. Right. But if their Xbox Live Gold is suddenly going to turn your Durango into a DVR mm-hmm. and all these other like little functions in there that start to show off that hey, maybe we it's a good idea to pay for something like this. If they give you enough features that it starts making more sense that it's a paid feature. I, I I can actually agree with that even. What do you yeah. think about the difference between, you know, buying the system low but subscription based? And I think usually those are under two year contracts, much like they're trying to go right. for the cell phone model, versus buying the system at full price and then doing the yearly thing, which is generally more cost effective in the long term. Yeah, um, that honestly depends on how many features we're getting through gold. Mm-hmm. It might actually be a cheap. Uh, kind of cheaper overall it's to do not. the subscription fee. It, yeah. if, no, no, no. if it's any, no, yeah, no, no, no. I know, I know, I know. It's uh, cost a hundred fifteen or some amount of money more. But if you're getting all of these kind of features that you would get if you had, let's say, a TiVo and an Xbox, and it's like your Xbox costs what is it, four hundred ninety nine dollars for the non subscription model. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, it's four hundred ninety nine dollars. No, I'm saying if it's anything like buying, like how they have it now with the current Xbox, you can yeah, buy the Xbox like... and gold 
and still be saving like a hundred bucks. Right. I know. You like buy it. It's like, I, from what I remember, it was like ninety nine dollars, and then it's fifteen dollars a month for two years. Way more expensive over the long run. So basically, fifteen a, yeah, fifteen bucks for a year totals to one hundred eighty, versus you know a sixty dollars a pop for a year mm-hmm. if you're just getting it on your own without subscription. Right. What I'm saying though is that if you no longer have to pay other fees, like you can cancel other things that you have. You can cancel your subscription to TiVo and all these other things. That's what I think they're trying to do if they if they go for a DVR kind of thing mm-hmm. for your Xbox. If yeah. you can record TV, live TV, if you can stream TV onto your Xbox. I mean, if it starts really being the social media cent- uh, center that they keep on trying to be, then I could see the subscription fee working out for you in the long run because you can kind of cancel other things that you have because you now have this one object in your house that actually brings the entire family together in a sense right i think if the next xbox does you know work with the cable companies to Mm -hmm. take their service and you know function directly with them so that you don't need a subscription to the cable service but instead by doing xbox you have access to the cable service then it's a game changer Yep. But I think the cable companies are kind of a little bit greedy in the way they work that, you know, you're going to need the cable service and then additionally the Xbox and then you get more stuff if you're with Xbox, like little overlays right. and extra features. That's how it's probably going to work. But if it, you know, worked that Microsoft has deals, you know, exclusivity deals with these cable providers that just by getting Xbox Live, you have immediate access to their stuff and you can kind of, you know, combine those things, like you said, then absolutely, it's a game changer, and it's it is a big deal. I just mm-hmm. don't see that happening. No, it probably won't. But some people can't afford the five hundred dollar down payment on a Xbox, in a sense. Right. That's true. I can't. I mean, personally, it happened at Best Buy. Yeah, I made very sure to explain it to them as clearly as I could that it's <laughs> like you're gonna pay a lot more, and they're like, okay. Yeah. Some people I gotta don't. get my I Call mean, of Duties. Pretty much. Yeah. Some people don't care, or some people just can't really afford that. But they can afford fifteen dollars a month for two years. People can budget that, and if they want what they want now, then you know they pay the two hundred dollars, which sounds a lot nicer on the ears than you know five hundred dollars mm-hmm. right off the bat. Because some people just aren't good at saving. No, that's, and that's true. That's the entire reason why there's hundreds of rent-to-own companies throughout America. People like to buy things cheap, I use that in quotations, right. and then pay a fee monthly and monthly because they I'm using more air quotes here. I'm using air quotes here. It makes more sense for them. They need it now. It's a video yep. game system. They don't need it, but they feel like they need it and $200 is uh, 215 because they have to get the subscription as well. Mm-hmm. For the first when, month and then fifteen every other month, that's that's kind of manageable for them. Five hundred dollars—that's a big purchase. Oh yeah. How much PS4 is going to be? Uh gosh, that's a really good question. I six hundred ninety-nine <laughs> U.S. dollars. Well, they came out and said that they don't expect to sell the systems at a loss. Yeah. Which is kind of really interesting. I'm expecting four hundred. Well, that that'd be my lowest. Mm. Yeah. yeah, 400 sounds about right for their base model. I mean, you don't want to price it too high, um, but you know, yeah. you've got to understand that it's also your new technology and everything. 
new new systems, new upgrades. That, that, that sounds reasonable for a new console. Yeah. yeah maybe like a, a 400, 450, or a 400, 500 skew split, something like that. That'd be, I think yeah. that'd be about fair. But we'll find out at E3 for sure. Uh, the other Xbox thing is the Xbox Infinity, which is a name that... Uh, has kind of floated out there in terms of the registered domains associated with the next Xbox, um, other possibilities with that. But then this this logo starts to pop up, and <laughs> the internet goes crazy and thinks, is, is that really the name? Is that, you know, the real thing? Has it leaked? Uh, this turns out that it is a fake logo uh, done by a Redditor named C-Ron. It looks super fake. It does. Yes, yep. it does. Like, it does not look real at all. <laughs> so, we're not saying, like, you know, buy into that, you know, display of it. But would you be interested in the name of Infinity? Would you buy into it? Would it you know, be something that you find interesting? Hmm. 720. What's that? I guess it's better than 720. <laughs> well, It's kind of really dumb, too. Yeah. I wouldn't, part, of, part of me wants me to go with that, though. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't mind 720 because it's the kind of thing like we've been, you know, associating just like you know PS4. I think PS4 kind of broke the mold a little bit because for a lot of these different game systems, uh, you know, Wii U and Wii and uh, all these kinds of things, like we've expected some name with the code name and all, and then the actual name is really disappointing. And you know, PS4 is like, well, that's that's what we expected. I mean, at least it makes sense. At exactly. least they, at least they won't have like Wii troubles where they're like trying to convince people that it's not a peripheral. The Wii U is not a peripheral. Yeah, it's like no, that's the next one. See, the number is bigger. Right. Yeah. I would be interested with the name Infinity. Although, where do you go from there? Infinity plus one. <laughs> um, yeah. Are we done after this set? I wonder. I'm, like, I I'm wonder. really. I was hoping we were done with this set. <laughs> for this generation of consoles, it may be. Maybe, uh, you don't know. We're getting there, because yeah. I don't see how much better games can look at this point. Like, I can't... I don't know about you, but when I think about, like, buying a PS4 eventually, mm-hmm. I'm just like, it's gonna look better. Yeah, and then like, it's... I can't, well, especially, I can't really comprehend that in my head. Especially if they go with the Gaikai streaming service, and, you know, the all that... All those features become, you know, better and better over time. Then, you know, the PS4 doesn't have to do, you know, the power to, you know, function those games. You just have to stream the game, and if that gets better and better with graphics, then that yeah, that might be like the last system they do. But you know, back on Xbox here, it's interesting to think about uh, Infinity. I'm God, <laughs> this is troublesome because mm-hmm. I almost said Xfinity, and that's you know Comcast's yeah. cable service that. Uh, I have here, and you know maybe that's the tricky thing. If they do the whole TV thing, get Xfinity on your Infinity. Hmm. Mm. Um, but you know it's probably going to be running Windows 8. Uh, you know Microsoft's operating system. You take the eight, you rotate it a bit. Holy crap! That's that's it's about infinite. the Infinity logo. So there is a possibility with that one. Um, another name that's popped up is the Fusion, and I'm not so sure about that. I just think Metroid Fusion. <laughs> I'm sure it's, it, the name is probably going to be something that we don't know or haven't heard yet. 
Yoko, have you played the Metroids besides Prime? Uh, the Metroids... I, <laughs> I played Other M. <laughs> oh, dear. Um, I played some Super Metroid. I never finished it. I played some of Metroid, never finished it. You know, I for a Super... Fusion. For a super fake as this logo looks, mm-hmm. I can't help but look at the X being green and the infinity sign being green. I'm just like, X infinity. And if you put them together, it becomes X O O or Zoo. 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 But it'd be forever. Zoo. Zoo. Yeah, exactly. Do you think the name is going to be something we haven't heard yet? Has a possibility for a branding of this new system. If it's they just really... Xbox, so help me, I oh that'll be retarded. All. Yeah, I just I'm just looking at this and I'm like they really screwed themselves for a third name because they can't even take the easy route with Xbox Three. Yeah, because of the 360, which is a kind of a stupid name if you think about it, or don't even think about it. It's still a stupid name. I bet. But... You know what? I'll bet on Xbox. <sighs> I think that's a pretty. Yeah pretty good i'm not saying it's smart but people just call it xbox anyway it's not good xbox was the original xbox like i know but it's so dumb but people Mm. ask for like p3 controllers around my town (laughs) persona 3 controllers hell yes no way yeah uh, honestly, like infinity just sounds like the best name they could come up with at this point because after 360 it kind of keep with that theme they're going for. Mm. But are we going to get another name? Yeah. It's not going to be Durango. Right. Is it going to be good? No. No. No one's going to be excited for this name. But it tested well with markets, probably. I guess so. I'll uh, be happy with 720. I'll be happy with Infinity. Anything else, I'm very skeptical on. And I will hate Tony's bet of Xbox. I'm going to just go with Xbox 3, and I'm going to hold out hope for Xborks. <laughs> Xborks. If you hold out hope for Xborks, I'll hold out hope for Zoo. Yes. How about that? Zoo. Let's get to the next headline, and uh, the Star Wars franchise is in new hands. Isn't any surprise that it's EA? An empire. <laughs> An evil empire. <laughs> An evil empire. So, is this like exclusive, or yeah, can no. other people just make games and like EA just gets to make some for a while, or what? Uh, this looks exclusive. Uh, that they're <laughs> that they're um, you know different studios. It's gonna be EA published, but you know the different studios under their banner. So you have Visceral. You have uh, dice, you know, visual for Dead Space, dice for Battlefield. Secured an exclusive life. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> EA works yeah, in exclusive. Right here. I was hoping, no. I mean, if they were going to just make some, I was like, whatever. That's, they that's just fine. locked up FIFA until like 2022. So, I mean, you can't let something like Star Wars get away, but man, you, it makes sense that it would go to the biggest publisher, but you just hoped it wouldn't. But yeah. there's so many other more creative publishers. That makes me so upset. I didn't know it was exclusive until you said yeah. that. What what this means to me is that like EA is really mad at Nintendo right now for not oh, going yeah. the whole origin thing. So this means that our, our best lightsaber analog, the 
Wii Motion Plus <laughs> is not going to have any Star Wars games with it. I don't know, guys. PlayStation Move? PlayStation Move? Anyone? I nearly, Anyone? I nearly threw my microphone off the table. <laughs> I said the best, not the lollipop. Motion plus the best. Motion plus the best. Mm-hmm. The best you ever had. Yeah, that's all I'm seeing right here. It's just like, great. Now we can't have lightsaber duels on the Wii U. I know this is irrelevant, but I'm still mad at the NFL oh. license thing. Oh, yeah. I like, just thought it, about like, it. Like, like, 10 years ago, it still stings because I really like the Sega football games mm-hmm. a lot more. I just kind of like, thought about it for only. a second. What'd you think about? I just thought about it. just like, man, the Wii U pad, the game pad, that would have been fantastic for using the Force. Yes. Yes, it would have. And now we don't get that either. No. Wow. Uh, Could have been even great hmm. to look at, you know, a map of, you know, the world when you're trying to, you know, take down forces in Battlefront 3. Yeah. Would have been great or, for that, but no. Would have been, wouldn't it be Battlefront U at that point? <laughs> nope, because it's EA. Uh, that's true. And it won't even exist. Yeah. Uh, that's, this is just terrible news. Mm-hmm. Sad too, and I just found that about the exclusive thing. Although Darkrai pointed out, you know, that with Battlefront Three, like that means that this actually gives life to that possibility that a Battlefront Three may be made. If someone like Dice, you know, for Battlefield can, you know, just whip up a first-person shooter for Star Wars like Battlefront Three, it, it gives it breathes a little bit of life enough to sustain the rumor again, where it was dead before. Yeah, uh, that kind of. <laughs> puts the you know the the faith back into those who were holding out for that game. I'm just trying to think though if EA has ever made like a good unique fucking game. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm thinking because they like they did something kind of like where they published Dead Space and and it and it was great and it was well put together and then it was just like uh, let's get away from everything that worked and just. And I'm not saying it's bad either, because Super Joy 3, but they did kind of mm-hmm. just go against everything that made it unique and cool in a way, too, you know? Like, they just don't they just don't try to do anything unique. It just makes me sad that this is the developer who gets it only. Only. Like, if they were just making some games, that would have been fine, but exclusive, of course. <laughs> so Actually, isn't, it, yeah. isn't it kind of a dick move that uh, the EA label's president, Frank Gibbeau, says in a statement, every developer dreams of creating games for the Star Wars universe. And now, with an EA exclusive license, no one ever will again. He yep. said that. Goodbye, dreams. Yeah, he, no, he, he says said that. Nice to know you, the first dreams. Part. The first part. Every oh, okay. developer dreams of creating games for the Star Wars universe. If you're not under the EA turned, license. And then he turned into the Emperor and said the second part. <laughs> uh, all I can say right now is that I hate the fact that EA has secured it, but at least they have, you know, some development companies that they'll do a good job with the games. They'll yeah. be they'll be B material. Us above average, but they're never probably gonna be the best games. Until you have to pay for the online pass and right. And there's going to be all these little things in them that really are pissy. and Make you play just, the PC versions on Origin only. Yeah. And because, like, 
I can see a really good Star Wars game made by Visceral. Sure. Uh, but it's just going to be a B-ranked game. It's not going to be like A-plus material. It'll be good. But it'll also be sent out like a Sega game, in a sense. Yeah. Oh, it's the holiday season. Get it out there. So help me if Bioware is tasked with making the Old Republic 2, because, you know, the first one went over so well. Mm. <laughs> Won't be free to play. Becomes free to play. Yeah. Uh, well, that's that's We're, that we're waiting on Star Wars right now, aren't we? Just movies, like oh, everything yeah. right now. That's we're just waiting. just kind of in a standstill and wait and see. Wait and see. Because huh, that 13-13, that kind of fizzled out despite you know one of the things that tried to steal the show at e3 last year mm-hmm. <sighs> I, was excited. I was excited for 13 i know right it looked really cool i mean ilm behind it oh man well maybe ea can whip that up back together if any publisher can i guess they could or gearbox huh? but no <laughs> but then they'll just take but assets no. from other games and make those games <laughs> suffer da, 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 da. Mm-hmm. um so Katie Couric uh, hosts her own talk show here in the United States. She's a uh, journalist that was on the Today Show at one time, you know, popular morning program. And so now she has her own night program, and we're during uh, May sweeps here. So really important for ratings is why a lot of American TV shows have their finales here, like How I Met Your Mother on Monday. Uh, lukewarm hype for that one, I guess. Um, that ends next week. <laughs> right, right. Um, that's a that's a big deal. I mean, I know you haven't watched it, but it's like, huh, wow. Wait, I'm sorry, I must have missed which title you're talking about. The Office. Oh yeah, no, absolutely. I, I they extended it 15 minutes. It's not like a 75 minute long thing. There's like an hour retrospective too. You know, I I might watch that one. Yeah, you, that you that show did it. that you show did mean much. a lot to me. You didn't miss a whole lot. <laughs> that's true. I keep, like Nathan's like, do you watch the new office? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> like mad, I still have to watch it in a way, you know. Uh, yeah, it's it's like it's watchable, but I wish I could be doing something else. And in the end, Dunder Mifflin goes under when they make the documentary and release it. They just aired it like in the context of the show. Mm. Oh, that's but right. It was all it was about the like, I think it was only like an hour though, or something. <laughs> like it's really <laughs> stupid. They've been filming for all nine. those years. <laughs> yeah, no. Maybe that cameraman Brian who was let go of the team was really critical in putting everything together. And they're like, oh, well, now that he's gone because of whatever that was with Pam. Raisins. That was weird. Raisins? Because of raisins. <laughs> Just throw out a, a random food there. Mm-hmm. Well, You're saying it, it's a few trauma jokes. Just Katie yes, Couric, whatever. Oh, <laughs> anyway, mm-hmm. Katie Couric. Um,. They ran like a scare tactic sort of thing about violent video games, you know, the really crappy produced stuff with scary editing and really mad gamers shaking their controllers and impressed and uh, talking about someone who ended up, you know, killing their mother because she took away the games and then an NFL player who had to give up on his dreams because of game addiction. So, you know, don't, they, they portrayed it in this really wrong way and that's, like that, I guess that's a topic in itself, but she actually went out on Twitter, and I think this is where you know the the conversation really is because of social media and that 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 sort. Um, she said, "Passionate gamers upset with convo whether violent video games can contribute to violent behavior or v behavior." 
Tweet the positive side of violent V games. Thanks. Um, so this Kotaku article, like you know, generally you know, people sometimes have bad things to say about Kotaku, but I think they do it did a pretty good job here. They kind of broke down all these different replies when you could just go through reply after reply after reply. Uh, and this one, they kind of broke it down to you know the the negative responses, uh, but then overall the really you know positive reactions. And so some of the the negative ones here. Uh, let's just you know, take a look at them. Uh, someone said, positive side? Sorry. Can't include positive and violent in the same sentence. To answer the question, none. Can't wait to read answers. Mm. So yeah, like, don't, don't eat... Close-minded response. Yeah, absolutely. That's, that's as close-minded as it gets. If there is no possible explanation, I'd like to hear it, but no, never... Sorry, there is none. Violence of any type is never good. Adventure Time has violence, and Adventure Time makes me happy. So, <laughs> uh, which some of some of the positive responses jumped out to you, though? God, just like it's the fact that you can just immerse yourself in a world. Just, just a bunch of them, pretty much. Mm-hmm. Mental stimulation—that's a big one for me. It's like story. Uh, the. Uh clean way to relieve stress. That's the thing, too. It's just like millions of people play these games, and I know there's some violence and some shootings in the world, but if it was truly a problem, there'd be millions out there just mm-hmm. mowing people down at this point. Plus, technically, I read a stat somewhere that we're technically at the lowest point of violence in human history. Right now, like it's just decreased over time, which kind of makes sense, but it's just the media that kind of perpetuates... To make it a bigger deal. Only the bad, yeah. Oh, yeah. So it makes it seem like, you know, every day something terrible happens. But, you know, just what percentage out of all those interactions is it really? Yeah. Um, someone had a response that said, you know, it's it's nothing. Oh, here we go. A negative response was, movies aren't the same. Nobody spends six hours a day at a movie like people immerse themselves in games. Disagree. Yep. You heard of movie marathons? It keeps oh, yeah. millions of morons out of contact with the general public for hours at a time. That's like just that mean. Yeah. That's... It's mean, but I like that guy. But yeah, at least it was snarky. <laughs> yeah, because look, look you, at, you this, do look enjoy at your this picture. Yeah. Look at this. Look how old that guy is. He's literally in his 60s. <laughs> <laughs> um, here's one that, a, ne- a negative one here. That... that guy didn't even grow up with Donkey Kong. No. <laughs> He turned out alright. A negative one that says, Nothing okay about violent games. I would love to see what they write as a positive. Idiots! My friend died because of a gamer. Done. My friend died because of a gamer. Do you remember that script? I would love to hear the context of what happened. Of how they died because of a game. Well, it might have been like one of those shooting victims, like parents, and they just assume that. Yeah, but still, no, that's, yeah. that's painting you, the canvas with the hugest brush possible. It is. Uh, do you remember that Scrubs joke where they said uh, somebody dying from beer? <laughs> yeah. And they they cut to this guy on the roof, and they like tossed him a beer, and he oh, like yeah. he like caught it and he fell off the roof, and he's like, Donnie didn't die, but he was never the same after that. Yeah. <laughs> I also think of the uh, the Mega 64 bit with Parappa the Rappa. And, you know, 
uh, Derek Acosta's dressed up as Parappa, and he's you know kind of singing along to this you know basic beat and coming up with all these different freestyle raps. Comes across this guy smoking, and it's like you know you know smoking is really bad, et cetera, et cetera. And this guy stops him, and he's like, "Hey, what about water? Did you ever think that everyone who's drank water died?" And he's like, "Everyone who has <laughs> anyone who's ever drank water died." I think this guy might be high. <laughs> I like this one down here. It says, to the people who say video games perpetuate violence, please tell me what video games were being played 500 years ago. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. A very good point. I, I like mean, this one. What are the positives of bad talk shows? <laughs> oh. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. So did anything come out of this? Um, she, like respond or like not that I saw. Personally, I think you guys might enjoy this one. If you have never played Super Smash Bros with friends, where you battle to the death, then you will never know joy and bonding. <laughs> Pretty true. That's true. I think the, where <laughs> the onus it really falls on there is uh, the response of both my kids play violent video games. They are fifteen, thirteen, both straight A honor students with no history of violence. Equals parenting. Yeah, that's the big thing. Like that's, that's always the thing we talk about here, too. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, with, you know, buying kids, you know, violent games in the first place, not even knowing what, uh, you know, the kids are playing. In fact, I think I retweeted on our Show Me Your News Twitter account. Uh, there was a blog that was written over at Penny Arcade by one of the guys there. Um, and it was talking about, it was in response to this, uh, this whole Katie Couric thing. And it was saying, like, oh, it's, what they want you to do is, you know, be really... You know, pissed off and you know worked up about it, but you know I'm trying to look at it from a different angle and like it really is all about the parenting. So what he's doing is he talked to the local school board and he's going to put on a presentation for parents, you know, about you know game ratings and to take responsibility to what kids are playing because you know so many parents just don't and yep. it turns into these problems. I mean. They need a class. You think yeah, they do need a class. You think like more people would focus on that, but it's easy just to say get rid of the whole media form, even though that's never worked in any nope. medium in the past. Even back when there was the telephone, people were worried that you know the telephone would do terrible things to children, specifically young girls. That creepers could talk to them and take well, them away. Well, no, that does but, happen. Well, it does happen. But they think that because of that, like that's why the whole thing we needs need to, to get go rid of away. the phone. Get the rid phone of the has telephone. No uses. It's called it's called moral panics. If you want to look up, you know, this, this trend of history and think of the children and reacting to media, the moral panics behind this, it's it's astounding. And it's right now it's no different than with video games, but you think that more people would try to look at it from another angle, and the parenting is a great one to start. So, and here's uh, this: people don't drive over the walkways at 80 miles per hour after playing Need for Speed, or start hitting trees with their bare hands after playing Minecraft. Exactly. So, uh, the hilarity of the week um, is <laughs> man loses life savings over Connect. Very interesting story here about a guy named Henry Gribbom, who is a man from New Hampshire, mm. and he went to a carnival. And oh, those those carnies at the carnival! Uh, the face value reporting of it was he wanted to win 
a Xbox Connect uh, by playing this, you know, kind of basket, you know, get the ball in the basket kind of game. Yep. Of course, most most people would, you know, be smart and think, well, you know, this these kind of games are generally rigged by those who are working. That makes it very difficult for the person to actually win. Um, and then also think, well, hmm, this is a, about a, a retail value of ninety nine dollars. You know, definitely not more than one hundred forty nine dollars for the Connect. Yeah. Then you look at the stat that he put in twenty six hundred dollars into trying to win this Connect. <laughs> I mean, holy cow! Like he spent three hundred dollars on the game, lost, went home, got another twenty three hundred dollars, spent it all, and did not win the Connect. Just buy it, dude. Can, can anyone say yeah. gambling problem? I mean, that's that's unbelievable. He's not very good at it either. No, I, he's not good at the game with all the attempts he had. Seriously, uh, he ended up winning this banana. That giant banana. <laughs> it's a giant banana. I uh, love that picture. It's actually a kind of Rastafarian banana, if you will, because <laughs> what happened next? The story does not end there, actually, because college humor. Got in contact with the guy. Look at look at this banana here. It's got like a, a stone face, the the dreads, the the beanie cap. It's totally Rastafarian. The the kind of banana is high. Uh, they put their story up on College Humor. Put the story up. They got a whole bunch of Facebook likes, and they had you know certain benchmarks where if we got this many, uh, we we go out and get the banana for twenty six hundred dollars from this guy. If we got a certain more, we'd even give him the connect along with it. And it turns out they did reach enough Facebook likes on their story to go out to New Hampshire, meet the guy, pay him twenty six hundred bucks for the banana, and give him the connect. Um, and now they have the banana like in their office somewhere. Yeah, right. That's that's pretty great. I love college humor. <laughs> now it probably wasn't just. <laughs> I hope it's him. a prop in one of their future videos. <laughs> right, <laughs> endless possibilities with that yes, thing. I tell you, I hope it's in one of the Batman because I love the uh, the Batman. Harvey Dent. It'll be its own character. Um, now it probably wasn't just for him. It was probably trying to get it for his kids and all. But there's got to be a certain point we have to stop. Say I'm spending too much money. I can just get this from the store. There's there's it's mm. there's even a thing where he was saying, oh, he's part of a uh, a performance thing because th- those carnies swindled me thought i was part of the performance you know people were gathering around and watching and they said oh i'd be able to get my money back with everyone else here and you're missing the point where you put 300 dollars in the game you went back home you left went back home you left the performance to get more money like there has to be some level of common sense here it just did not happen uh, you wish you could kind of get the full story, but not buying this guy's shtick here. But turns out, you know, no worse for wear. You got the banana off his hands, which was the consolation prize. You got the connect. You didn't lose any money in the long run, and you well, got actually, some he, internet fame. Technically, he made like six hundred dollars. Mm. True, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, if you read the entire reports sure. and other things, like he went back to the carnival and. He was able to get $600 back from the guy running the stand. So when College Humor came down and bought the $2,600 banana, he's come out of this with $600 and a news story. 
he's still an idiot. Like, oh yeah, he's really dumb. Mm-hmm. Just a dumbass to try to get you know twenty six hundred dollars in a carnival game where it's going to be rigged for a connect. Connect's not even that good, man. Come on, what is that all? Ah, <laughs> he really wants those no new EA Star Wars games. There you go. They're ooh, better with Connect. Connect Star Wars two. Connect harder. Um, as far X-Bags. as our story, <laughs> Xbox <laughs> off the rails, but not really. As far as uh, the story pool, we have a few stories here. Uh, they just leaked a a couple images from the June issue of Koro Koro. Koro Koro, you know, obviously important to the Super Smash Brothers brawl days. But right now, it's Pokemon, Pokemon XY, coming out in October with a worldwide release. Have not released much about the game, but they showed four new Pokemon. Uh, we've got kind Archie. of a little little <laughs> yeah little Torchic Starly blend there. Uh, you have a little a goat. That I think it's an electric normal, which would be the first normal subtype ever. Ooh. Uh, you'd have a let's see, a goat here that apparently you can ride the goat. Ooh. Or something like that. One of the goats here. Because there's like what? a ram. And then there's, I don't know what that is. What's that thing on the bottom? I don't know. It's, it's like a lizard with bunny ears that drew. Yeah, I know it's, yeah probably. It looks ugly, but its evolution is probably like badass. Yeah. Well, and then you have a panda. Who's a, a fighting type? Cool. And There's so some those... arm. Is that Darkrai? Oh, that's uh the Eevee <laughs> uh legendary Pokemon for Y. Oh. They kind of showed that one a while back. Uh, so yeah, yeah, panda Pokemon, a bird Pokemon, a goat, and a yellow black uh thing, which is like the lizard sort of thing. Uh, they also talked about the region. It's the Kalos region. Over in Japan, they'll probably change the name, like, Unova, or whatever, as opposed to Ishun. But it's the Kalos region over there. It's based on France, which is not surprising if you've been following the rumors before. Um, And here's the thing. Here's a pretty good thing here. You'll be able to customize your trainer a little bit. Hmm. Uh, Skin tone, hair color, that kind of thing. It's better than nothing. Honestly, yeah. it's much better than nothing. Is this the first time they've shown uh, pictures of the trainers? Um, first time they've shown clear pictures. The girl's know. pretty cute. The girl is pretty cute, yeah. They, they've generally been pretty cute the past few versions, though. Yeah. And so... you can see the box art here. That's, that's some pretty nifty-looking box art, although it's a little small, but nifty-looking box so art. So is everyone going to get Yan Jamu, teach him Leaf Blade, and call him Samurai? Yes. <laughs> Pretty much just everyone. Samurai Panda. I mean, he's also a fighting type, which makes me believe that he might end up with some sort of weapon mm-hmm. in his hand. I hope in his so. Evolutions. Evolutionary forms, yeah. Because they just grow up with that. Oh, for sure. And then in this last image, they even show the new form of Mewtwo. Just to yeah. rub it in. There's Ash, too. He looks weird. Yeah. I at first like he like at first looks weirder. There's ass. Oh. <laughs> Look ass. Oh jeez. Uh, Watch Dogs has also gotten a release date. You got November nineteenth of this year, which is you know Wee Day. It's Kadri's birthday. It's a good day, November nineteenth. Uh, I believe for... so too. And your birthday. There we go. That's right. Like uh... <laughs> quite easily forgotten, apparently. I guess so. You gotta make it more known. <laughs> I had the Wii release. I thought that was enough. That's true. 
You know my birthday? Apparently, not, not, I'm not. I, guess, I guess you don't. <laughs> there you go. Oh, well, November 19th, it's going to be PS3, 360, Wii U, PC, as well as at the launch of PlayStation 4. So there's a launch game for PS4. Mm-hmm. If that's It'll what be on 3. On. Yeah. <laughs> that's true. I mean, I just wonder what the difference will be you know, between the P- uh, PS3, 360 versions, the difference between that and the Wii U, the difference between that and the PS4. Is it worth going next-gen for that game specifically? This is the thing that gets me, is like, they made a Need for Speed Most Wanted on like everything, and then the 360, like, when it was still like that transitional phase. Oh, yeah. And at least with the Xbox, it's like, oh, wow, new HDMI output. Right. It's like, we still got that. It's not like another output or something, you know? Yeah, I mean, you got to think that the gamepad features of the Wii U will help. You got to think that the share features for PS4 will be an a, a, attractive uh, selling point. Uh, I just think, yeah, at this point, if you, obviously, if you don't have the two systems, and I'm sure it'll be on the next Xbox as well, um, but it depends on, you know, launch date and all that stuff. If you don't have the next gen systems, I you know can totally understand why would you would get them on PS3 and 360, but if you already have a Wii U, if you're going to get a PS4, um, why not you know get the the upgraded version? Yeah, I mean yeah, it makes sense if it's the same price for sure. That's now, true. Tony, at least I know that you have some beef with this. I mean, um, well, not exactly. I said this was, uh, last time I said this would be probably the point of contention of me buying Batman Origins or not, mm-hmm. is if Kevin Conroy was in it, and he has gotten confirmed not to be. Sad face. That is a sad face. Okay. So here's here's what I have to say now, upon reflection. Uh, there's this uh, Batman animated flick. It's awful, by the way. Don't watch it. Uh, it's called... Uh, <laughs> okay. Batman Gotham Knight. Yep. You, you, you've seen it, right? Mm-hmm. I, I, yeah, I've discussed this with you. Uh, it looks awful. It's like five different animation styles, and like two of them are okay. And some of them are like... The first one's like the worst animation I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> it's so bad. But uh, Kevin does it. That's why I bought it. I'm like, whatever, Kevin does this. It's probably good. It's not good. Uh, but there's some... Uh, in some of the shorts, uh, it's like young Bruce... And I did not think it fit, like, the Kevin voice coming out of a younger wow. Bruce. Like, he needs to be buff, big chest <laughs> right? for that voice to make sense. Uh, so if it's younger, I mean, I guess I understand. But it's still kind of wait and touch and go with that game, you know? Yeah, Maybe. and then you, you think with this and, you know, with David Hayter uh, for Metal Gear Solid Five, like, it's just not a good time for some of these these iconic roles they're either doing you know, new things like you know maybe focusing on big boss you know earlier big boss or mid stage big boss more or you know early batman that you know they think i understand it, but it is it is weird that, that both these things happen around the same time yeah i really hope the game buddy's got me worried about kojima now <laughs> keeps yeah. posting his food on Twitter. I don't know what's going on with that guy. <laughs> I keep clicking it too. I'm like, and he ah. says, "By the way, this is all rendered in Fox Engine." Yeah. God, but I mean, look, like younger Kevin. If, if it's like still, it depends how young it is, you know. Mm-hmm. 
Like, that's the thing. But it's still so touch and go with that game. Just, we need to see game footage yeah, of it now. Yeah, it, it really just adds the hesitancy to it. You're right. absolutely right. And, I mean, there's other Batman voices, too. I've watched plenty of movies, like the DC animated movies, where there's other Batman voices and it's fine. But it just really depends on, like, how young and what they're going for. Harvey Dent. Can we trust him? That's college, a college humor. That's a weird thing, too, though, is uh, if he's, like, almost an adult, which point does this voice just become Kevin Conroy? It's the same <laughs> as, like, the Bob Saget, How I Met Your Mother thing. Which yeah, is, <laughs> that's true. I just hope I, I, they have to with that show, you know? Just, like, mm-hmm. cut to older Ted. He looks just like the actor they have now, but he's just, like, they lip-sync Bob Saget, you know? Yeah. And it's really silly. Something like that. Or... Like they make some sort of blend into Full House or something. Yeah. Also, uh, I'm positive on the last episode or somewhere in the future uh-huh. uh, that Marshall's still going to have a slap and just like in their older years, he's just going to slap Barney <laughs> like in their 60s or something. He's just going to yeah. have kept it that long. Interesting. Also, he gets to cut a turkey with the lightsaber next year. That's true. <laughs> where, where is that technology? <laughs> yeah. I, if we're talking about how I met your mother, I hate, 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 hate that they had to revisit Ted and Robin, even with the little tease. It's it's not going to amount to much. Like that's I think that's just the hook to try to get you to watch the finale. But well, what's her face said me. something about Robin is going to come between them or something, and Ted yeah. said that she was right. Yeah. Well, and so, it still pisses me off that it has to happen. It's like the fifth time or something like that it is and uh if it was really cute but i know it'll mount to something like if it didn't amount to anything i'd be okay with it you know mm-hmm, yeah like if it was just like oh like and it was just kind of comforting thing that would have been fine but I mean, right it's, it's oh, but the, but the su- yeah the subtext and everything uh no you're right i mm. Anyway, let's get to the out recently section. Games that have come out in the past couple weeks. Well, we're in the dull days of summer, so it's been a pretty low uh, hype and release schedule. So we've got Soul Sacrifice on PlayStation Vita. Are you Uh, sure it's summer? mm, Yeah, right. Yeah. I'm looking outside. That is a lot of snow. Snow, snow. eh? We've had perpetual rain, like, for I mean, it, a week and a half. I mean, like, when we started, it was kind of sleeting, a little snow. It is full-on snow right now. This week over here was, you know, the same state, just a few hours away, was, you know, high 70s the whole week, so... I don't know. Yesterday, yesterday was high 70s. <laughs> Today That's how snowing. it started. You want to go sleep? That's how it started. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, God. Well, Soul Sacrifice is out on PlayStation Vita. Uh, that's you know Keiji Inafune's uh, new game. Uh, interesting kind of concept to it all, I guess. But I honestly don't know much about it. I, I'm well, just playing. I love, uh, he's like, oh, I need to get away from Capcom and be successful. I'm going to develop a game for the Vita. Right, dude, come on. <laughs> now smidges are giving me smidges in the chat are giving me crap for saying summer. Like, I know it's spring, but as far as it like, wait, there's no spring anymore. Pretty much. It just kind of skips. It goes it from being like crappy nice for a week. to being hot. Yeah. Uh, anyway. I don't know. Maybe other parts of the country. Our mm-hmm. part sucks. Uh, the new Mario and Donkey Kong minis on the move is also out. 
Uh, GameStop's doing this weird thing where they send out emails saying that they're the exclusive seller of it. I don't think they know what exclusive means, considering it's on the eShop. That's probably true. So, I mean, it's you know Mario and Donkey Kong, the, the minis gameplay. You're trying to get the minis around Donkey Kong, the mini Marios. I, I mean, it's not the most, and that's it. It's not the most interesting couple weeks recently. Mm-hmm. I've been playing I a lot know. of Pokemon. Oh, there you go. I got you, have, you, you have not been on the past two what are you playing's. You gotta start making your list no in the outline. So next time, next what are you playing? It's gonna be, it's gonna be the Tony hour. Yeah, seriously. Yes. Start making your list on that outline. Don't forget anything. Tony. <laughs> I gotta go back and listen to the last one I did. Yeah. Oh jeez. It's been that long. Wow. Um but, yeah, I mean, it's it's just a time to you know catch up on your backlog. Um you know, in what's see. Couple... I'm getting ready for our battle when we meet up for the anniversary now. Oh yeah, yeah that that battle I'm I'm so preparing for. You're already ready, are you? I don't know. I'm like I, I, I could use got your six team ready. I could use an old team, but <laughs> it's out of date and not that good. I have my platinum. I found my platinum that from years ago. I'm holding it right now. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna wipe the floor with both of you. Wreck yeah, it. I don't deny that. Yeah, probably. I mean, my team is not good, but I like, I like it. Mm-hmm. You all going to get destroyed by my shiny Umbreon. Oh, dude. <laughs> I, oh, I had so many Eevees. I've got <laughs> three boxes in my freaking game. Just Eevees everywhere. That sounds like what I had to do for Vaporeon. I've got two shinies. That's impressive. I don't think I've ever gotten... A shiny that isn't game sharked. Yeah, no. Mm-hmm. I've got one that's still an Eevee, and I've and it's, but he'll be the Umbreon. Yeah. And then there's the other one who is a Leafeon now. Ah, uh-huh. yeah. And my and my team lead. Yep, yep, yep. Well, I think you know just the big news for the next couple of weeks is going to be the Xbox uh, reveal. So. We'll have a lot yeah. more to say next time. Definitely, definitely that, and we'll have to get a good guess. I mean, we didn't do a guess this week because it's just it's it's slow. It's a slow couple weeks. Aside from a guy losing twenty six hundred bucks over a Connect, I mean that's ridiculous. I want that banana? <laughs> they could probably auction that banana off for a lot that, more now. That banana. Uh, let's get to our soapbox. Banana. It's the story. <laughs> My soapbox for this week uh, involves video game mothers because Mother's Day is tomorrow. And hopefully you get to do something very nice with your mother, have a good conversation, go to dinner, spend some time if you can, nope. if you're nearby. Nope. Uh, I'm going to be able to do that. Me and Tony got work. Well, give him a call. Give him a call. Have a good conversation. Oh, Send him a card. Something like that. But can't help but think about mothers in video games. And I think it's something that <laughs> could be expanded more. Um. You know, Is Mother's mom still waiting for him to come eat dinner? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just like your mom in Pokemon. Is just sitting at home, all lonely, watching the TV. Spending your money. <laughs> spending your money. Definitely not anything going on with Professor Oak. Um, no. Uh, by the way, I got... I, I've, I've worked all the way through Kanto now. Mm-hmm. I got back to Pallet, and just Red's mom is just like, I hope he's okay. And I'm like, dude. He's sucks. on the, the top of a mountain. That, that's like really depressing to me that she just has no idea. 
<laughs> if you want to talk about really depressing, there's that webcomic out there. It was, you know, a really short series, but uh, is Ash writing, you know, Dear Dad. And he was, like, writing letters to his dad. I was never there. Like, like I hope you're proud of me. Like, oh, wow. mom really, mom really misses you. Oh wow! If, if you've seen them before, you know what I'm talking about. But yeah, that, those are sad too. But as far as other mothers go, I think it's either it's they play a really unimportant role like that, like oh, because this character has to have a mom, or it's something that's to be born, or it's something that's you know built <laughs> into a character that isn't. That important, like the first one I think of is, you know, the boss. The boss is a mother, but it's not something that, you know, defines her. It's just something that, oh, kind of fills in her backstory. Or you have some really weird examples like mother brain, because it says mother. Or, I mean, because if you look at lists of like. has a mom. Both both her parents got killed by Ridley, though. Well, plus, plus, plus the baby. The baby. The baby. So Samus is a mom or something. I don't know. We saw Mario and Luigi's parents' feet in yeah. Yoshi's Island. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, uh, I mean, but well, if, you, if you look at lists online of like you know the best video game moms, the fact that Sophia from Soul Calibur comes up on that list, I think that kind of shows that like, hmm, video games might need better examples of mothers, just wait, more. Really? More defining mother characters. Do you not know the lore behind like Soul Calibur and Sophia? It's not important. There are so I, many I, other characters in the fighting game that one character just being happening happening to be a mother, and then she has Cassandra, who's her sis or daughter. Like that's sister. not that important, sister. Fuck you, whatever. Well, it's not that I, important. I kind of disagree with you because like her entire reason for fighting is to save her children from the corrupting effects of the soul edge i mean soul caliber 5 deals like the two main characters are her children uh and like she was the main character in alongside like kilik zongshua and uh, maxi for the original soul edge games as well i mean her that's, every that's one though every touch of story that sofitia has deals with her children soul caliber is cool that's mm-hmm. one example though if you, well, you, well, you were used to her. Sure. As the example. And I'm telling you that you were wrong to use her as that example. There isn't, a, mean, cook, there isn't a cooking papa, though. There's a cooking mama. Like, that's... Yeah, I think that that is... it, it kind of goes back to how there's a lot of, you know, male characters. And that the female characters that are portrayed in games aren't as strong, generally. They're just, you know, few and far between. There are examples out there, sure. But... Or that you think. It's something, God, it's something that, that baby is upset. Good <laughs> <laughs> oh, baby. Speaking of mothers. <laughs> oh, jeez. Well, I don't know. It's something I wanted to point out. Like, you look up lists of, you know, best, maybe, and worst video game mothers. Gerard talk- was part of a video uh, recently where some, some girl was like, there's not enough female protagonist. And they ensued a list more than a hundred. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and there's a lot of really strong ones if you look hard enough. Mothers, I have to agree, but I think that's more so because uh, we have all these fantastical protagonists mm-hmm. and they just kind of come out of nowhere and that's kind of what's neat. Yeah. So if it's like, if we find out that Sonic has a mom, we get like Sonic Underground and no one wants Sonic Underground. Sonic Underground really sucks. <laughs> <laughs> I enjoyed that. 
Yeah. It's like you want to see Donkey Kong's mom? Donkey and they like Donkey Mom. It's just an <laughs> Donkey, actual Donkey Mom. <laughs> Oh, I mean, just be weird. Just go through the Smash Brothers cast and like think of their mom, yeah. Ca- Captain Falcon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, Captain! It's dinner time. I yes. mean, it'd be it'd be cool, but hey. it's kind of <laughs> weird about, like, to Captain think about. Falcon, like saying grace because isn't he confirmed Roman Catholic? Is he? Is he? I believe so. I'll, I have to double check. Oh god, I love lore. Well, he committed murder on Black Shadow. <laughs> well, let's be honest here. My favorite is that kid who shouts Captain Falcon like he's really concerned. Captain Falcon! I'm like, what's his story? <laughs> I'm really concerned about his story. Yeah, so... And if he survived that supernova. Right. I just wanted to point it out. Video game mothers. There could be better and more examples. Yeah. Tony, what about somebody, yours? Somebody linked a brawl in the family. <laughs> yeah, I know. But I believe it was like it was just in one of the games. It just says like religion, Roman Catholic. That's <laughs> so weird. I think it was like the GBA one. Hmm. Or GX. I don't remember. I don't see why it would matter. Super. What are you gonna talk about? Uh, aren't you next on this? No. I am, but, like, what are you going to talk about? I was going to talk about things on, uh, Fire Emblem. Uh, I'm trying to think. Because I could just you, talk about you, Adventure you, Time, like, how amazing it is. Oh, would you well, I, ran, I, I ran through Adventure Time recently, so I haven't seen the most recent episode, but... I, I'm getting through it. Nathan didn't. He was real sad. He's like, is this what you feel like when you finish a show? Like yeah, especially one that's that good. It's just so imaginative and just creative and colorful and well put together and fun. I don't know. I'm in, I'm in like TV mode hardcore. I just downloaded. I mean, bought. <laughs> I just bought uh, all of Seinfeld and King of Queens because I catch them in the breaker, but I've slowly gotten fond of them. Mm-hmm. I don't know what to talk about. I, I forgot. I forgot what show I had the soapbox on. <laughs> I could say, uh, uh, we got a Blu-ray copy, Ava 3, and, uh, I don't know, I still don't know what's going on. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I'm interested to hear more about Adventure Time. I've caught a couple episodes here and there, but I want to hear why you think it's so good. I want a BMO. Ice King? Ice King's great. I I don't know, like, there's every character I'll get excited for. I love Cinnamon Bun, too. (laughs) Oh, jeez. Something's wrong with that guy. (laughs) <laughs> kind of hope that for you, sir. <laughs> okay, you know, <laughs> God, it's just so odd and funny, and some of the line readings are so weird, and it, it's so like out there. It, it's it just does things that'll just make you go, "What the hell did I just see?" Mm-hmm. Anything with tree trunks? Anything with tree trunks? There was a whole episode, and I think there's there's really strong morals behind some of the episodes. Uh. Have you seen them? You've seen them all. You remember that one where uh, Finn went to like Pillow World? Yeah. He was and like. He got uh, voiced by Riker from Star Trek. Oh, there was a lot of. <laughs> awesome. like, yeah, older Finn was like a bunch. Was it him the whole time when he was older? Uh, yeah. I thought they like changed. It was so funny. It might have <laughs> he changed. Had, he still had the same hat. Yep. 
it was quick, still fan, but it was yeah. Quick tangent. Speaking of Riker, uh, aka Jonathan Frakes, YouTube video called Riker sits down. G- good video if you've ever watched <laughs> Star Trek: The Next Generation. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, there's there's yeah, Commander of- Riker sits down in a very different way than anyone else ever. <laughs> There's there's lots of crazy like guest appearances on uh, Adventure Time. George Takei's in there. Oh my! You got your usual voicey like Mark Hamill shows up. Uh, the guy from the guy who played Vizini in Princess Bride, he shows up. Yeah, and then he you shows got, up like, alongside Riker. You got like uh, Donald Faison from Scrubs. Nice. Uh, he he's like this cookie. <laughs> Wants to be Princess Cookie. <laughs> He's saying this weird Adventure Time stuff, and I just see Turk in the sound booth, and it just makes me laugh. Yeah. Like, he is saying some weird stuff right now. But then again, when he was Turk, he said some pretty weird stuff. He did, but out there, man. It's just really, I don't know, you have to watch it. It's its magical. What about that Lemonhead guy? That lemon guy. Lemongrab is pretty <laughs> funny. Who does that voice? That that's gotta be shredding vocal cords. Oh I know. Unacceptable. Unacceptable. He is great. And uh my favorite lemon grab moment is he uh he wrote Princess Bubblegum a, a letter and it started the letter with mm, like he wrote it out. <laughs> he just wrote out mm. <laughs> I think the one episode one of the ones I did catch was the one where it starts and he is like sneaking in the castle. Yeah, Princess Bubblegum's castle, and yeah, watching people, yeah. And they catch him on the security footage. We, uh, we showed my buddy the one where they like made a second lemon grab, and it was one of the first ones he watched. And it was the horrible first one to watch. <laughs> it <laughs> was, like, was unacceptable! It was so... Oh, God, I love that show. I love DiMaggio so much. He is great, yeah. And uh, it, it used to be, for me, I'm like, Bubblegum, it's like Starfire. But it, it's completely uh, Teen Titans Go has come back, and even before I watched, I mean, is it the lot, same voice? It is yeah. the same voice. Holy crap! Like, uh, and now Teen Titans that's Go so is cool. back, yeah. and I'm like, it's Bubblegum. <laughs> it's yeah. like the opposite now. <laughs> that's so cool. Marceline's cool. There's a whole like apocalyptic lore too, where it's like post-apocalyptic Earth. I don't know if you knew yeah. about that. Mm-mm. It's a it's. <laughs> It's basically spoiled in the opening like cutscene. If you just watch for a second, they'll fly over the nuclear wasteland of some of some cities and stuff. Mm. It's real quick, and I, I don't think they they said they didn't develop upon that until uh, the businessman episode, and then yeah. they just they just rolled with it. They said, yeah, uh, because at one point Jake says it's like they haven't seen much things since like the mushroom wars or something like yeah, that. Yeah, they call it, they refer to it as the mushroom wars. Referring to a mushroom cloud. That was actually a different episode, but it was somewhere on the same there, timeline. There's a whole like backstory between like this Ice King guy and this uh, vampire, and it and like they finally like all that apocalyptic stuff. You know how cartoons are; they don't like delve into it, right? But they actually went back and like, delved into it. Yeah, it was crazy to me mm. as I watched it, and I'm like, we're doing this, huh? <laughs> yeah. Like, cause cartoons are so touch and go with that kind of issue. And there's like, they're not, they're not like happy go lucky things. These are actual like dramatic things. How many times are done, on Netflix? But still done in a farcical manner, though. Yeah. Right. The ice cream blasting zombies to the Cheers theme off yeah, key. Yeah. <laughs> he sings the Cheers theme to makes Marceline happy. 
And then later on the episode, he sings it to keep himself a little bit more sane. Yeah. It's just a fantastic uh, there, Unfortunately, I've ranted about this. There's only one season on Netflix. Oh, yeah. But I just bought an HDMI cord from my computer to my TV for all that. There you go. There's a good... Oh, I probably shouldn't tell the site. <laughs> uh, certain watching certain things online is it watch cartoons online yeah yes, yes. it, might be. <laughs> it yeah. just might be hmm That's yeah. I, I didn't get the regular show too i've like i've gotten a bunch of i've gotten three friends into adventure time but whenever i show them a regular show it's just weird it's, the show is different yeah. it's a good show i stand by that but adventure time is just instant charm while regular show is just really weird and it, it's it's farcical, but you kind of gotta let it, you kind of gotta get used to it a little bit. I think I'm interested to see Adventure Time, but I have to watch Archer first. So. Oh yeah, how long is that? Uh, Archer's only. You know, it's, I think it's they just finished their fourth season. They uh, pretty, pretty short it. seasons though, like you know, 22 minute episodes, of course, and then uh, like what 13 episodes a season, so. Community finally got the go-ahead for a fifth season. Yes, they did. Weirdest of all, uh, Fox said they might bring 24 back. I saw that. That's so weird. That's weird, but I'm happy because the movie thing wasn't happening. <laughs> and they did kind of cliffhanger at the end of the eighth season. Mm-hmm. God, I watched eight days of that. Oh, yeah, he did. Wow. <laughs> anyway, uh, super. super. Um, There was something... In Fire Emblem, which made me laugh a little bit when I saw yours, which was Video Game Mothers. Uh-huh. There's a certain point where um, shenanigans happen, years go by, and you get to meet one of the character's uh, children. Some years go by during the story. It's sectioned off. Can, are you guys still there? It's my yeah. thing. Just yeah. kind of quoted out for a little bit. So, Sick. yeah. Okay. Uh, so normally, like if something goes goes wrong, my computer makes a sound. So, oh. Anyway. <laughs> so, as you can mind imagine, I hear that sound a lot. Uh, but I wanted to talk. It's like there is kind of this. Uh, I think it's pretty well known that there's this kind of mechanic where you put units together and they become husband and wife and etc. Like that. And in some cases, you'll get a kid out of it. Mm-hmm. And I was playing through the first time, and, you know, I got a kid or two, and the discussions were really, really fun. There's support conversations, which are basically the meat of the game for me, because you get to see a lot of character dynamics. When I was playing through the second time, the conversations between the mother and the child are always the same because it's the same mother same child but you can have different fathers and so, and this is where I'm kind of, this is where I kind of get to my point of sometimes games have really good ideas and then they start really ticking me off because mm-hmm. they don't expand upon them I got the same son in the game the first time and the second time with different fathers. Okay? Mm, okay. The conversation was nearly pinpoint the same. Oh, that's disappointing. It was exceptionally disappointing. Because yeah. I'm like, where's all of my, like, 
replay value for clearly like, we know who has the dominant genes and that <laughs> oh yeah i know just some Together. of these characters don't make sense <clears throat> and i think i got one that was somewhat unique to a to the father but i have to play the game over again to figure out if it's the exact same but these are text conversations with little little vocal things at the beginning of every sentence Mm. how hard would it be to be i mean i get it there's like you have to come up with a new conversation for every father for every mother etc etc how hard would that be we're talking text files we're talking things that are literally smaller than our outlines yeah Mm -hmm. and you have a lot of people working on this game and a lot of people working on these support conversations a lot of people getting to the heads of these characters why can't these be different and this extends to all games. I was just using Fire Emblem as an example because this is what have this is what really sparked it in my mind. When you have certain things like these support conversations, when you have characters who are able to interact with other characters, why do you not take the extra time to make it a unique experience? Especially when it's as easy as a text conversation. Mm-hmm. That's probably the uh, easiest thing that could be done, could be programmed. Yeah. It's like, okay, you've got a character uh, named Owain. I'll use him as an example. Uh, once you get him, he's the the years pass, and you get the him as a character. Uh, you have to unlock him through a mission. And he's an interesting character. Really, really kind of, <clears throat> really funny character. Because he's like, he lives kind of in this fantasy world in his head. Mm-hmm. Or at least he, he he shows everyone that. He's just like, my hand hungers for like the blood of my enemies and stuff like that. And he goes on to this kind of wild, whimsical, like he just stepped out of like a B-movie plot with a fantasy character. Mm. And he's all about like one-liners and quips and just being as dramatic as possible. Interesting. But, you know, through some conversations you get to see that he's not like that. He doesn't actually believe these things, but he does it because he, he believes it supports his his comrades, and he, he's, he's just having fun with it. He is right. fighting a war. He needs a way to make it easier on himself. Mm-hmm. I had him... Uh, the, his father, in the first time I ran through, was a guy named Donald. Ah, okay. Uh, called Donnie uh, most of the time. And the conversation was really amusing. Second time, I got Owain with his father known as Lon Ku. Or, <laughs> I don't know how to say it, but it's L-O-N apostrophe Q-U. So I think, I think it's Lon I think, Ku. I think Lon Ku is right, yep. Yeah, Lon Ku. And it's the exact same conversation with his father. And Very different characters. Right. For the fathers, yeah. Mm-hmm. And... I remember, and it's just like, it's the same conversation, and while there are some mild differences to the conversation, sometimes the lines are exactly, exactly the same. And I was just dumbfounded, because I'm just like, this is not what Lanku would say. Mm. And I was furthermore kind of confused when, in my first run-through, it really seemed odd when I teared him up with Cordelia, and mm. he had a daughter, Lon Ku's big thing is that he freezes up around women. Okay. He just, he just can't kind of 
move around them. He can't talk about to them and stuff like that, which makes all of his support conversations with women he can marry funny. <laughs> but when he had his daughter, I'm just like, you don't really see anything that made Lon Koo unique in these conversations. And that's when I realized none of these conversations with the fathers were going to have any sort of unique thing about them. They'll have their mannerisms in a sense that, you know, Donnie's easygoing. So when his child talks to them, he'll be, you know, easygoing. He'll say, don't you know, and stuff like that. Straight Sarah Palin on you, no. (laughs) I could see Russia from my house. mm -hmm. My soapbox is all about why do you not go the extra mile for your game for the gamers because don't you want them playing your game don't you want them to see every single conversation available mm-hmm. don't you want them to keep pl- keep playing keep talking because there's a lot of things called the scrambles in the DLC mm-hmm. a lot of them have a, the ability to have your units talk to each other in specialty conversations one of my perfect one, one of the perfect ones was the something in the harvest scramble when you had a character named Morgan talk to Owain from earlier, and you get to see Owain drop his facade because Morgan was having an actual issue, and he's just like, "We have to figure out what's going on." You finally find out what it is. It's nothing big, but it's still really amusing, and it's a great character moment. And I think, to, and I it just thinks to myself, this will never happen between a father character and a child character. That's unfortunate. Because because each character moment really delves into each character's psyche. And I was like, you're because you're not taking the extra time with these characters and establishing relationships, it's gonna be hard. Unless you have a story child. Right. I story should, child. Story <laughs> There's like one or two story children. Yeah. You know, uh Metal Gear Solid did a cool thing with that. You know what I'm talking about, Yoko? Mmm. Remember the alternate ending because it's not really because oh. it's not canon, right? Yes, but it actually reveals that piece of Meryl information. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was pretty cool. And then it came yeah. back. Uh, you're not gonna play them. Uh, and they're old. Uh, Milgar Solid. Uh, you can choose to save Meryl or not, and if you don't, you like uh, leave Shadow Moses with Otacon. And uh, you get a codec call with uh, Campbell, who said that Meryl was his niece the whole time. Yep. And it yeah. turns out he was actually her father, and she didn't know. Mm-hmm. And that comes up. That's like a huge plot point in four. Yeah. Ah. Uh. Which was really cool. One's the only one with an alternate ending like that. But it's really true. Cool. It is. Yeah. It's really weird because I, uh, I mean, technically, there's like one passing mention of Meryl and two. Huh. So it's assumed that she survived, but when four came out, it's like, oh, <laughs> we we saw Marilyn. It's like cool. Oh, Kind King's playing those. Oops. Why are you playing them now? <laughs> yes. How are you not getting these things spoiled to you yet? It's That's, not. It's, a, it's, it's not a big one at all, dude. There's so much other crazy like. Well, he just, like he just spoiling. he just played MGS two without playing the first one. Dude, so mm. dude, don't do that. Don't yeah, don't don't do that. It's already confusing enough in one when they're talking about Zanzibar land, <laughs> and you're not gonna do. Oh, that. you did play the first one. What? I mean, people in the forums are confusing, giving the wrong impressions and such. Mm. Anyway, 
It's not uh, a huge thing, I promise. No, it, it really isn't. Let's it get, is a cool little detail. Let's get to the thought. Uh, there's an image that's floating around out there with different video game powers. If they transferred to real life, and, you know, there are, gosh, what, like eight of them? Ten of them, okay. Um, there are menus and stats that so you can be able to see. And there's all these different little details. I'll, I'll post the link to the image in our show notes, but just really quickly, like basically menus and stats, you get to see all your statistics and your know, objectives and all that stuff. You can change the camera uh, all around you. Jumping and landing, you can you know jump five times your height and land safely. All these have little caveats and all that. Yeah. Um, experience points, you level up for certain things and then grow in new skills. Inventory, you can carry a whole bunch of different things, but then you have different things like it can be robbed. Uh, once you take an object off the bag, you lose the carrying weight bonus, all these things. Uh, cheat code is the next one. You can basically unlock all these different kinds of things with a little Nokia phone. Character creation, you get to change how you look uh, exactly once. Very superficial things. An extra life. Um, and then pausing life, like pause, pause the game, pause the game, and uh, save points. Save points. So the question is, which two game powers would you like to have? Definitely inventory. Because, mm-hmm. yeah. damn, just being able to carry anything ever. Um, probably, yeah, no, it's gotta be cheat code, and it says two, right? Um, yeah, yeah, two. Yeah, easily. Cheat code, save point, done. Yeah, save point is definitely one that I would do. And that one has, like, no caveats. It's like, if you overwrite it too often or too many times, um, you lose the slot, or if it's, or if it corrupts. Yeah. It's like, you lose the slot because it corrupts. And you get two slots... That you save in your room at any time. Um, yeah, and it's yeah. like you remember everything before loading. And I'll be so the guy like, that carries everything, though, and I'll be like, well, yeah, well, I got this wrench. <laughs> and I could, I could steal the wrench. <laughs> I could steal the bag. I could use my cheat codes to steal your bag. <laughs> yeah. I think the other one I'd want is the menus and stats one, the first one, uh, just to see how I'm, how I'm doing. Yeah. I don't know, just kind of like a progress, a progression kind of thing. Like that oh, you pause. don't age while you pause? Look at that. It says you don't age while you pause, and you can uh, freeze everything in the world except you. Think yeah. of the fun you could have with that. <laughs> well, everything ha- takes very, like, it's really hard to move. Mm-hmm. So you could be like, you could, like, push someone out of the way of a vehicle, but, like, they wouldn't even be squishy. You could be, like, a really big fat guy, but he'd, like, be, like, a stone wall because you can't really move things mm-hmm. yeah so like it'll be very difficult to move things it'd be actually you know what that pause the pause life screen is it's that stupid scene from the end of tomb raider like two. oh that's exactly what it, no it's the first one it's <laughs> is the, it first the first one, one? yeah where she like walks up Throwing to the, the knife, knife. <laughs> move yeah, the that knife is exactly what it is <laughs> By the way, watch around. it again. Watch it again. Daniel Craig as Alex West. Yeah. No joke. That that's really weird to see. And then Gerard Butler's in the second one as like the the main male lead. That's really weird. But yeah, no, you're absolutely right. Like stop. The guy, the guy threw the knife, and she's changing the direction of the knife so hard. <laughs> 
But then when I he think... the direction of the knife, it like turns around. Yeah. Back and then him. it goes right like, back at him. Yeah. It's like, wouldn't it continue on the path it was going? It would just nail the guy in the freaking chest with the, the hilt and be she like, She changed velocity. And that then when I unpause, he's like, no. <laughs> yeah, Something that... happened that was really, how? What? And then the guy who was going to, she's going to throw the knife at, like, still dies. Sorry, spoilers for a 12-year-old movie that is a that kind terrible. of a guilty pleasure and it's terrible. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it's totally a guilty pleasure movie, but it's still terrible. Did you, you pick it, Did you pick another one, Tony, besides inventory carrying shit? Tony. 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 I th- I think he paused life. T O N Y Tony. I think Tony paused life. Uh, I we're think just we're gonna... still sleeping, so I yeah, think we yeah. Tony. We're just going to say that he picked that one. Yeah, he picked uh, <laughs> Inventory and... Uh... Pause life. Yeah. Pause the game. Pause the game. Well, this is too bad because it's the end of our show, and we've got nothing left on our outline. Although, I wanted to mention if you were ready to talk about something you wanted to release next week. Um... Or not uh... yet. Uh, I just wanted to make sure I could get it done uh, beforehand. Right. And then announce it. But ah, screw it. We'll just do it now. I haven't had anything to drink, and I'm still going to announce it. Uh, next week, during the normal Show Me Your News downtime, I will be releasing episode one of my new show for the network. Yay. Mm-hmm. Am I in it? If you want to... I'm actually off next Saturday, and I was really sad because we're not doing a show. Yeah. (laughs) I'm like, good. Uh, No, I I have mentioned it before, uh, and... It's the best name ever. uh Uh-huh. Two days ago, I actually learned how to pronounce it. (laughs) I was not pronouncing it correctly. (laughs) That's a a good sign. Uh, But that's a superfluous detail. I just didn't pronounce it right again. God damn. No, you did not. I was trying to, but it's such a weird word for me to say because I can't not say super with just that end note, and it doesn't really... Well, what you have to do is you have to put the emphasis on per. Yeah. So it's superfluous. Yes. It's a superfluous detail. No, no you didn't get that it there either. You got to practice that for sure. Yeah, I know. I'm pretty actually, sure well, I have to say it on the show. <laughs> actually, what well, uh, I was... I realized how bad I am at saying it, mm-hmm. so I was just going to seeing it, say it wrong every episode. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good idea. Just gang grumps it. Mm-hmm. Welcome to superfluous. Yes. Superfluous. Superflouse. Superflouse. Welcome to grip. <laughs> uh, no, it's, we don't have an episode next week because you know, show me your news every two weeks. What are you playing every month? So. Next week happens to be the down week between those two shows. So so Superfluous gets its first episode next week, hopefully. Mm -hmm. Uh, I will be reaching out to members of the community who will be, I guess, experts on the detail. I'm going to say it this time. Uh, It will be all about... It's going to be a very spoiler-heavy show. Get your phone. (laughs) Yeah, I know. I just picked it up because I'm just like, I can't answer right now. But it's going to be a very 
spoiler heavy show. It'll and every episode will deal about something something recent. that is something recent, sometimes not too recent, but still fairly recent. So kind of or, won't be mad at me when we Yeah. <laughs> uh first episode, not sure which one it's going to be, but I've got a fairly smart strong idea what it's going to be. because uh, I'm so I, I realized when it was really time to do this show when I couldn't say what I wanted to say about yep. Fire Emblem Awakening. Yep. So the first episode, I believe, is going to be Fire Emblem Awakening. Episode two will be Iron Man 3 and the Marvel Universe. <coughs> and episode... Did I say that episode three would be that? I think so, but you meant episode two. Yeah. Well, it depends on what I do, but uh, the first three episodes will deal with Fire Emblem Awakening. Iron Man 3 and the Marvel movie universe as a whole. And the third one will be all about Bioshock Infinite. Yay. Now, it's a really good idea because you kind of have to tiptoe around these kind of discussions uh, for the show if we're trying to appeal to a mass audience and all that. Uh, but to really hone in on a specific topic, it's almost like, you know, the. Like the Poke casts or the Ace Attorney casts or the Sonic casts, like those could kind of be shoehorned into that discussion to right. be very superfluous about your mm-hmm. discussion. I notice, notice I'm going to say superfluous correctly every time, and then there's going to be contrast to what you say. <laughs> superfluous. It's all, superf- it's all superfluous. Superflues. 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 So you're you're trying to, you have a couple goals as far as timing, right? Uh, that is true. Uh, the goal is actually weekly. But oh, you're nuts. The, it's, but the timing is it's going to be a smaller show, twenty thirty minutes, pretty much maximum. Good. Could be smaller, could be just a little bit longer, but it's not going to be much longer than that. I think it's a really good choice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, that the goal is weekly. However, uh, the only guarantee is that it will be released during the down week every month. Mm-hmm. So there could be four episodes a month. There could be one episode a month, depending on what's come out. With summer coming, we could be talking about a lot of things. Or with the slow release schedule, we could be seeing, talking about nearly nothing and seeing one episode a month. Mm-hmm. And you're going to be on these but you're going to try to get guests that you know yes. kind of cater best to the topic so it really could uh, mix up but you're going to try to be the constant if i'm yep. if i have that That's correct true. okay okay because mm-hmm. i don't think i can have tony on the fire emblem awakening episode no, but I can have tony I, I would on, know. yeah i could have tony on the bioshock infinite one Tony would just be like, (laughs) Tony would be for a fire emblem, be like, fire emblem, he does see the penis. Oh my god, I missed that. Oh, smash dash. As we, we both, do need to have him back on. That's true. You wanted to. I do. I I know we want to have Calvin. No, I mean he didn't. He say something. Yes. Yes. I have to do that soon. Yes. Mm -hmm. However, I do have a wedding to go to, and I don't want to walk in with a bride, so I will be saying adieu. Do go get it's, drunk. It's get not drunk the wedding with Takei. Don't go to the Takei wedding. <laughs> if strippers Either show way. up at the wedding, don't have them sit on any handhelds or just any handhelds of any time. Mm-hmm. 
No, have, have a great time. It must be fun to be part of the the party at a wedding. Mm-hmm. I think we go longer on this one than we <laughs> we didn't have yeah, any headphones. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> uh, anyway, I think on those bombshells. Well, let's wrap the show up then. We hope you've enjoyed listening. For show me your news, a couple weeks from now, Xbox reveal. Holy cow. Xbox. Xbox. The episode's going to be called Xbox. Xbox. With that, I'm Yoko. I'm Tony. Oh my goodness, did he already leave? Well, for super. Um, am I muted? <laughs> I don't know. Where at that point? I, just, I like... said, I said, I'm super, and I'm just like, it, it's working. No. Well, he is anyway. super. Yes. And I'm Tony. Bye. We're, we're out. Bye. Ciao. No. First time using my beats in a while. I don't know why I hadn't used them in some time, but yeah, when you take them off, it's just like, oh, suddenly there are sounds in the world. <laughs> oh wow, they're that good, huh? They are. They're quite good. Yeah. Uh, text you anything? It just doesn't matter. It just needs to get a text received to do it. Okay, sending, and there. Wait for it. There you go. New message from Yuko. Yuko? Yeah, I know. What? <laughs> so it says the name. I don't know why. It's really stupid. Like, because... I don't know. I think it does that for calls sometimes, too. Yeah. I'm like, I have custom ringtones. I know. Right. It's just really weird, and I wish it wouldn't do it, because I'm just like, that's kind of the surprise of getting a text, I guess. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, I wonder who that was. Apparently <laughs> it's, it's from really... Yuko. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I have you in my context as that. <laughs> I was more cool. Like, I, that's a good uh, tone for sonic breathing. That's a good one. I haven't gotten sick of that yet. It's, every time I set a text noise, I get sick of it after a while, but I haven't gotten sick of that one. Yeah, well, at least it isn't. Da, 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 I've heard some that are like, you know, the, uh, the Power Rangers notification sound or the like, one up, I think, from Super Mario World. Like, do, 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 do. Oh, but uh, Yuko. Mm. Supers is a ringtone is supersonic racing. Actually, call me real quick, too. Call you real quick. Okay. Yeah. Uh, everybody's supersonic racing. I'd tell you guys other ones, but I don't think anyone would get any of my personal friends. Come on, run away. It's going to be watch. It's going to be like Choppa Choppa or something. <laughs> no. Yeah, Yeah. Incoming call from Yuko. Yeah, see? That's so stupid. Oh my goodness. It's like your ringtone. It's like, I know. Yeah, wow. I don't... I need to turn it off, but I kind of laugh at it. Yeah, no. Also, there's your Easter egg. There you go. Perfect. (laughs) So I forgot it did that, and that was still really funny.